When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right. Hello and welcome to this week's Must Hear Music podcast. I'm sitting here with Erica Ramirez. Hi. This is the first time that you've said my name first than Jason. Really? Yeah. Oh, sorry. You know, keep it this way and I'll come back. (laughs) (laughs) If if you just have to make that tweak, then consider it done. And uh, Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? Hey. Um, This will, you know, mean nothing to anyone listening, but we are Billboard's moving offices. So this is our last podcast in this office. Uh, It's real bittersweet. It's um. Times they go so if it sounds, <laughs> we if, if you hear us crying at the end, the people will know why. Yeah, but we're gonna have a special, hip new podcast room Ooh, at our yeah. upcoming office—a room dedicated Swanky. to podcasts. So if it sounds more high tech next time, do you not be surprised. <laughs> if we have like sound effects, probably won't. It I probably mean. won't. Yeah. We will have one sound effect, and it'll just be a fart noise. And yeah, all will right. Be like, this is awful. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's jump in. So we're on a timetable here. So we've got uh, Jason's a busy man. <laughs> we're all busy guys. Come on, don't blame it on me. Um, all right. So yeah. So Dr. Dre, as you probably heard, put out an album called Compton. Wait a minute. Uh, a man. Yeah, just Dr. bring up to speed. Dre. Um, so yeah, it was it was one of those weird things where, you know, we have been people have been talking about a new Dre album for a decade, and then like with two weeks notice, we found out one was coming. People remained skeptical, and then it actually came, and it's actually incredible. And uh, we were going to focus on why is we let's just talk about the whole thing. But so Erica, yes, what dun, dun, dun. what are your thoughts on this? Some people are saying. New classic. Some people are saying just good album. What are your thoughts? I hate when people call albums classics like from Jump. Like I feel like you, in order to be a classic, you need to actually like appreciate it like months down the line. Like the fact if you still want to listen to this album like next year, then yeah, then maybe you could just start considering it a classic. But it's just like it's only been two weeks. Not, you know, that's not saying that it's not good because it is really good. It's a very like cohesive album. It flows amazingly um and like one thing that i'm happy about is that dre is realistic as to where he is in his life as far as like him talking about it in his lyrics as far as the production it's really like up to date like 
Dre knows what's going on. And I'm glad that we hear that on the album. You know, there's new artists that we have heard of, haven't heard of from. Um, so that's also very exciting. I mean, overall, I think it's just, it's a really great album. And it just, you know, proves the point that this year is a pretty great year in rap. Um, one of the best years that we've had in a while. So it's very, it's it's an exciting time. And I think that this album, like, just makes that even more exciting. I think it's cool, especially you were saying, you know, this proves it's a good year for rap. And I was looking at um, debut week sales for rap albums. And, like, the best sellers are some of the best albums, too, which is kind of a rare thing in any genre of music. Like, I mean, if you're reading this, It's Too Late would certainly not be my favorite hip-hop album of the year. But it is a good album, and that's so far (laughs) been the best rap debut week. Is this because you're on Team Meek Mill? I would not say I'm on Team Meek Mill. (laughs) Very surprising. Let's say I'm on Team Feeling Bad for Nicki. Um, so, but anyways, yeah, so after Drake, then Kendrick sold a ton of records. I mean, and that's a brilliant album. This looks like it's going to sell about as much as Kendrick, maybe a little less. Um, Meek Mills actually did sell a ton too. It's just, so a lot of the, the better rap albums of this year have sold really well too, which is cool. Why are you sleeping, Jason? I half yawned. So, you know, coincidentally, uh, you yawned like, and you said Meek Mill. So. Yeah, I so I'm yawning because uh, <laughs> obviously I'm pro Meek Mill. And <laughs> no, I have to rep Philly. Anti. Well, you do love Philly. Yeah. I do love Philly. Uh, yeah, it's been a, a it's conversation. Been a, it's been a tough stretch for Philly with like the sports teams and then Meek Mill. Anyway, we're not talking about Meek Mill. We're talking Sorry. about the Dr. Dre album, which it's funny because I, I just heard this for the first time yesterday. I know I've been meaning uh, it's been guys it's this been was a busy amigos I know you're planning a wedding I know it's a busy time in my fail. life yeah. <laughs> I haven't even listened to the whole Migos album <laughs> oh, okay. oh my goodness but like where are my priorities I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway yeah this is it, it it's it's the, like you touched upon the production is the standout to me and it's just so nice to hear like Dr. Dre who's been such an influence on west coast hip-hop just kind of coming back and not sounding like a dinosaur which i feel yeah. like really could have been a a possibility like yeah, our producers laughing but like yeah. that was actually like a concern of mine just because the last time that we heard something and i don't i honestly don't remember the name but i remember him talking about like smoking weed and being in the club and i'm just like you're not in the club like that like Al- like also yeah. Remember how bad the songs he put out when, like, when the one time it it actually did seem like Detox was gonna come out right. when he did like Kush and uh, I yeah, need I think a it was Kush. That is just like, what are you? Man, doing? those songs were bad. Like, right. I need a doctor is a, a horrible song. Uh, so, but yeah, these are not horrible songs, and it I just I doesn't feel forced. Like this feels right. I know. I feel like. Maybe, I mean, that was before Kendrick Lamar was anybody we knew of. Right. Uh, and maybe just his presence. And, you know, Dre's done a lot with Kendrick, uh, especially on Good Kid, Mad City. And maybe that influence helped modernize his sound a little bit. Yeah. That's so. a good point. I didn't think of that. And I think, yeah, coupled especially with working on the NWA movie, which is what he said directly influenced this album, it seems to have given him kind of like the ideal like what you're saying he it sounds modern and like the kendrickness of this makes it seem fresh but he's also like not afraid to look back on his like place in history and where he comes from and like that only strengthens this album really like it's because it would be bad too if it went the whole other direction was him trying to sound like super relevant 
you know, like it's he needs to acknowledge that he's old, you know, and that yeah. he is like part of hip hop history at this point. Yeah. Even if he can still he affect it. rapping about like be stuff being on fleek and stuff. <laughs> oh my like, god! Oh, yeah. Oh my on. god! No, and I think he did a good job by getting producers like, d- like Premier, and then also DJ Dahi, like people that we still know, but also they've worked with him in the past, yeah. and like new artists like King Mez and Anderson Pac and like Marsha Ambrosia. Like it's just it's a good mixture of like. Exhibit. Then and now, Exhibit's yes. Back. Exhibit. Back um, to the Z. Ice cubes it on time. there too, yeah. and like um yeah, I think one of the songs that you mentioned offline, Joe, was the one where he's talking about Easy E. So mm-hmm. I think that goes back to like just Dre. Really, you could, you get a sense that this is really him talking, not like oh I'm in the club and doing things I actually am not doing. Yeah. But like I think that song just proves that that's like, it, of course it was inspired by the movie or him working on the movie and then also just things that he probably was going through at the time yeah well let's let's listen to that one because that is the song i wanted to toss yeah. to uh so it's the final song on compton it's called talking to my diary and we hear dre get pretty candid he imagines easy looking down on him from heaven and i'm i always like get my like beef history mixed up but i feel like dre and him didn't like ha- settle their beef by the time Easy died, or they like maybe did, but it was an uneasy truce. So like it's pretty significant yes. that he's. I think like, it's more so the latter. Like, yeah, I, th- I mean, I think that they weren't like, like they didn't hate each other or anything. Yeah, like that. I just don't think that there was. It wasn't really fully settled. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a pretty like meaningful moment, and um yeah. So let's listen to it. Talking to my diary, Doctor Dre. Don't be surprised that I built an enterprise, and my house got a view of the city. All right, that was the new Dr. Dre talking to my diary from Compton. Um, like Erica said, like it's a really great cohesive listen, definitely worth downloading, listening to start to finish. Also the movie. People really need to go watch that movie. I uh, really want to see the movie. Like yeah, it's it comes worth out it. Friday. I can only imagine how it's going to be in the West Coast, like in LA. Um, just like going and seeing that, um, as like a unit. But yeah, that's it's a great movie. Nice. Um, and so yeah. So next up, let's do Robin. So we've got a new Robin song. Um, it's technically under the moniker. I'm gonna mangle this because I don't speak French. Uh, La Bagatelle Magique, something like that. La Bagatelle Magique. Oh, yeah, Jason's okay. got it. Going yeah, to he, France, he put in on like a, a beret suddenly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so this is a, a trio that consists of Robin. Um, again, don't know Marcus Jagerstedt and a producer that she had worked with a long time, Christian Falk, who actually passed away. Yeah, I think R&D. about a year and a half ago yeah. or something. So, but so he passed away a bit ago. And they announced the project posthumously. So it's a trio where like two of the three are alive, uh, which is kind of a, a weird situation. Um, I'm guessing there won't be a huge tour behind no, this. No, she's, she's playing a couple shows. Uh, she's playing one show in the U.S. behind this uh, project this year, at least, and then a couple shows in Europe. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Nice. But yeah. Um, but anyway, so the song I picked is the, the title track from this mini album or EP, whatever they're calling it. Uh, it's called Love is Free. I think it's definitely the standout. It's just yeah. like this awesome like high energy throwback dance thing. I recently started watching like start to finish is my intention, uh, queer as folk. And so like Ooh. every episode is like one third of it <laughs> takes place in the club. <laughs> you decided to, to binge watch queer as folk. Yes. But why? I don't know. Cause I, I watched the first episode and I was like, this is the world I want to be in a wow. lot. It's it's great. It's just I'm surprised because I've never heard anyone be like, that show is great. Like, I've all, I've all like, yes, that's a show. Like that's, It's true. That's, it well, is a show. Well, you just met, here's a man. This yeah. is the first one. Is it, is it that good? I don't want to say it's that good, but let's just say it's <laughs> really so fun. It's entertaining. The li- yeah, the dialogue is awesome. I want to give you like other shows. And there are watch. like just Stop so many hating. like over the top sex scenes. It's incredible. So I if mean, you want to just I'm like sold. watch like porn, basically, that's not quite porn. <laughs> All right. Where watch is this? That. Where is this going? Netflix Instinct, guys. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so Weird. so I'm watching this, and I think the first episode is like the, in 2000. So obviously, a lot of the music is late 90s, and that's 100 percent what this Robin track reminds me of is like the like disco-y like gay 90s clubs. Not like I mean, I was a child then, so not like I'm familiar with that scene. But from what I gather, that's what it <laughs> sounded like, according to an HBO show from 15 years ago. This, um, is, uh, this is all very interesting. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm learning so much about Joe. I know. Um, I just, I can't get over that. Like, I, it, it'd basically be like if, if I was like, oh, yeah, I'm binge watching all of Charles in Charge. Yeah, I started, uh, yeah, I'm up to episode 80. I, You'd be like, I, I oh, that's really strange. The last show, I and I didn't make it through the first season, but the last show I was like, I'm going to start watching this episode by episode was the Dick Van Dyke show, which is another totally... I know. I don't know why. What's going on, Joe? I just... I don't know. I have a hard time... This needs to be an offline conversation. (laughs) This is an offline conversation. You were were the one who was totally unaware when we were talking about Friday Night Lights the other week. Well, I don't like sports, so I'm not going to watch that show. It's not about sports. Anyway, okay. Let's talk about Robin. (laughs) But yeah. So... (laughs) This song isn't... This song isn't like as like... I don't, I don't know what to say, like hard hitting as like her song. Like I was expecting something like call your girlfriend or something yeah. like that. But well, it's that, a lot more smoother than like The whole that. thing is, and I, I'm just totally disclaimer. I'm commenting on this song without seeing multiple seasons of Queer as Folk. So okay. Same. <laughs> it's, uh, it's hard. Same. <laughs> so 
<laughs> it, it's funny because I, I feel like I, I wrote about Robin last week um, in like a underrated pop artist kind of thing. And I, I one of the things I said was that even when it's like her minor projects, which is what this is, it's still kind of essential. Like it, you, you get the sense that, yeah, Erica, I agree. It's not like Dancing on My Own or Call Your Girlfriend. It's not one of those stunning pop songs. But it's still so good. Like yeah, it's, it's still, still very good. Yeah, she's her songwriting is just so much more intricate and and expertly arranged than her contemporaries. And I, I just love what she's doing. I I, I I agree that this is like the caveat is this is a minor project. I, th- mm-hmm. I think that she would admit that. I think the Royce Soap uh, mini album last year was also a, a minor project, but had some great songs on it. So. Yeah, this is to check out. I think I think I prefer the one from last year. Like, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, but it's still this is good. Like, wait, her solo album or she made a mini album last year with this uh, with Royce Soap, Mm -hmm. who's like electronic duo. Um, It was five songs, and they like three of the five songs were like incredible. Yeah, I would say so. All right, well let's uh, let's listen to a tease of this and. all seasons of Queer as Folk on Netflix now. <laughs> I'm on Can the you payroll. Be kind? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, this is crazy, man. All right. Anyway, so the song is it's uh, Robin Love is Free. That was Robin, Love is Free. Next up, let's talk about the debut single from Haley Steinfeld yeah. called Love Myself. I forgot that we were Someone about this really song. got excited. Totally Very forgot excited. So this this is a Taylor Swift squad member. Squad, squad. Oscar nominee Oscar, for True Oscar. Grit and someone who was in Pitch Perfect 2. Pitch Perfect Okay, two. get your phone. If you're going to be like And this, she's what, 18? <laughs> no, I think no, she's I'm 18, maybe 19. Uh, I am uh, I am not sure how old she is, but I think she's around there because True Grit, she was like 13? Yeah, maybe? that's So yeah, right. that was yeah, probably around 18 now. Yeah, so Love Myself is a song, it's a debut single from Haley Steinfeld. She also for those who like this and like Kaylee Steinfeld, also check out her recent duet with Shawn Mendes. They did Stitches Acoustic, a song I really like. Check that out. But yeah, Love Myself, it's it's a pop anthem. It, it sounds like arena-sized, and it is very much about masturbation. So I – but it's just like one of those like – Our producer all of a sudden like in the air. I love <laughs> masturbation. I mean, if you read the lyrics, it's very clearly – what that's about and but it's it's so awesome and and so fun and i just i think that she nails this like you get a sense of who she is you get a sense of what kind of pop music she wants to make she nails it i think we all smart all right right. come on no i mean i just trying to like you go girl like yeah that's all that's all i have to say about this yeah she like the, the whole point of the song is like i don't need anyone because i can I can take care of myself. Good one. As it were. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just think that this is the perfect introduction. Like, if you're a pop artist trying to figure out how to get your foot in the door, how to make an impression, because, you know, you see these act like actresses come out and, and with, a, with a music career want to cross over, but they just don't really make that strong impression. I'm thinking of, like, the one immediately that comes to mind is, like, after all that build up to Leah Michelle's pop right. career like 
cannonball was mm-hmm. just nothing really memorable. But like this is something that like thud. you know you think about like love myself at, like you like I said like you just it's it's immediate it's it's something that's like almost a calling card that wants me to hear more. So yeah, go Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, uh, seriously, that's all I have to say. <laughs> um, I mean, I did not know until Jason pulled up the lyrics. I, Jason says I can't drink Snapple because I told him to <laughs> stop like checking his phone. Anyways, but I wasn't even going to drink it. I was just taking off the cat. Um, no, I mean, listen, the song, I can't even focus anymore. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't know that what it was about until Jason pulled up the lyrics. And I was like, you know, like, good for her. Like, yeah. also, like, what an awesome, like you said, what an awesome first single to, like, debut. I know. So. I'd love to add, I, I, I would love to talk to her. I haven't talked to her about this song yet, but I would love to ask her, like, I wonder, like yeah, like, I wonder if, like, anyone has, this? like, came up to her and be like, is that song about? And she'd be like, yes. Yeah. Yes, like, I is. hope she is telling people, like, yes. Yeah, yes. come on. It has to be. Yeah. There's no way. To, at first, I wasn't sure, but then when I, like, read the lyrics, I was like, yeah, there's no way of, like, mistaking it. There's mm-hmm. one, like, know how to satisfy keeping that tempo right without you. Yeah. Like, Definitely. Anyways, um, I I'm my my love for love myself is a little tempered. I uh, I I think talk it, about it. It just it seems to me a little more like bombast than like real emotion. But Damn. you know, it's it's a fine. Like I do like the song. All right. I feel like you didn't like the song, but now you've come around a little bit. I've come around where I like it. I have to say, yeah. the fact that it's about masturbation makes me like it a lot more. <laughs> All right, great. If it was just a song about loving yourself, if it I was, would if be. If it was fight song, you would not be on. Board. I do not enjoy fight song. Oh, and poor Rachel if Pine. fight song was about masturbation, that would <laughs> at least another Again, star. Again, we're learning so much about Joe on this episode. <laughs> um, yeah. basically, you just love sex, man. All right, that's I pretty much. It. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my <laughs> one my requirement. New, my new show, my new fave show. It's basically porn. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is what I said. Maybe we can edit that out later on. No, no. Um, you go, man. You go, Joe. Anyways, let's well, let's listen to it. So it's Haley Steinfeld, her debut single, "Love Myself." All right, that was the new and debut Haley Steinfeld. Um, and that made me, makes me think for this week's uh, Must Your Throwback track, uh, Cindy Lauper's She Bop, which is from her debut album, uh, She's So Unusual, which is one of my all time favorites. This was, for God knows what reason, an album I listened to literally every day for three to four months when I was 15. Why did I do oh, that? Cool. I don't know. I just really liked it. Um, it was actually the first like pop album I got into because I grew up kind of being more of like a a rock sort of fellow. So yeah. when when I got this, I was like, wait, I like pop. Which I guess I always liked radio pop and shit. But yeah. that was the first like old pop record that I was like, oh, I guess I do like stuff like that. Um, anyways, though. But enough about me. The reason <laughs> I'm selecting Shebop is it is also a song about female masturbation. And yeah, man. it's about you, you let that Cindy Lauper for us looking at guys in uh, magazines and getting off to it, and her parents she don't up. understand. And uh, it's just a, it's a great track. Check it out. I'm sure it's on <laughs> Spotify and all. Is there all the any, other can things? Be like a spinoff podcast? Yeah. <laughs> the must Joe touch. Sex Jam. Yeah. <laughs> the, 
Alex Jams. Yeah, I like that. Welcome. <laughs> oh, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Anyways, it's, uh, I'm going to go take a shower after this. So let's, uh, so yeah, so that's, that's this, this week's Must Your Throwback track. And uh, let's move on to something slightly less dirty. Uh, Fetty Wap, new yes. song, Again, Again. Yeah. Fetty Wap made a love song. Aww. It's so exciting. I, like, Fetty Wap is very endearing, to, at least to me. Yeah. Um, I really like just, like, his charisma. Uh, I've never met the guy, but he just seems, like, very... Like, like a great guy. And I think that he makes songs very true to his life. Um, at least it seems like it. So I just really like this song just because it's more of like a love song. And it's clearly aimed at um, a girl he's trying to win back. So um, it just kind of shows the how diverse Betty Wop can be or has the potential to be. So, yeah, that's why I chose this track. We need a little love with all this sex talk, Joe, you know? Yeah. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> Filthy. Um, yeah, I love this song. Like, I don't know what it is about. You're right. Like, it's just, like he's just so charismatic just, like, when he's singing and rapping. Right. And it's weird because he's not, like, you wouldn't say, like, what an incredible MC or, like, what a magnificent voice. But right. somehow, like, there's just so much personality that comes across. Right. And he yeah. doesn't even, like, oversell anything. Yeah. It's just like it's a got really such an ear for hooks. It's yes. unbelievable. Yeah. And it's just I mean he like you you mentioned that I should say that he is pretty much like singing on this song, not necessarily rapping. So I, I actually like that too. It just it sounds natural also. Like I could mm-hmm. hear him like sing this. So yeah. Right. And yeah, it's a great love song. I mean he has two songs in the top ten right now. And I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if this hits the top ten. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking that maybe like this is one of those songs that maybe needs like a cosign or like a mm-hmm. remix. Um, but it might be a little tougher because this one's more, you know, more of like a love song. But I could see that happening. Yeah, yeah, I could see like with a radio edit or yeah, like, uh, some a remix, someone hopping on. Yeah, who would you put on the remix, Jason? <laughs> um, I don't know. I I feel like uh, ASAP Rocky has been tearing it up a little bit on the remix end. Yeah, I've been enjoying his stuff. Uh, I, I do dock this about half a point for not being a cover of Janet Jackson's again, because I think I would really want to hear <laughs> Tough Fetty but Wap fair. Yeah. Listen, I'm about to like tweet at Fatty Wob and be like, hey, just a little suggestion via Jason. Just a heads if you up. don't do it, Jason will. Oh, yeah. She's back. If she did a Fetty Wop oh, collaboration, that would be fire. You know what is <laughs> uh, a little disappointing is uh, his song with Natalie LaRose. That song. Yeah. yeah, that one I wasn't as. I think I like listened to it once. Which was it, it's good. I just it. want it to be better because I love somebody by mm-hmm. now. It's her song featuring him, and yeah. isn't it someone else also or no? No, it's just the two oh, of them. Okay. But anyway, yeah, Fetty Wap out here thriving. Yeah, which is weird because like you usually don't see someone come out and like have their first hit and then have multiple hits follow it so closely. Yeah, we we talk. I talked with Keith on pop shop podcast a lot about how the second hit is usually way more important than the first hit because it's like if you you don't want to be like magic you don't want to be just like playing rude over and over and over again mm-hmm. like you see what happened when like you know megan trainer has three hits i guess if you count dear future husband but like after all about that bass, like lips well, are now moving. Now she's got the one with Puth too. Yeah, Marvin, <laughs> Marvin Gaye is true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. The charts. But you know, you look at Iggy after uh, 
after Fancy, mm-hmm. Black Widow did so well. So it's like you need that second hit to really sustain yourself and keep that momentum going and, and go from like an artist people know to an artist people care about. Right. That's a good point. Hey, thanks. thanks Loving man. that. All right, well, let's let's listen to it. Uh, Fetty Wap again. Big bang rolls in my pockets all 50s. Touch a little check, then I showed you I could triple it. Baby, in Zouville, I only want you. I don't give a fuck who can attach on my face. She don't give a fuck who's still looking too good. Get you fucked on sight. I'm trying to finish this who I started with. I'm trying to spend it all who I got it with. Hey, she my trap queen. Let her hit the all right, that was Fetty Wap again, and next and last, let's do uh, Robert DeLong Better Days. I've I'm seen very curious. Days. Remember that song? No. What are you saying? <laughs> yes, but I do. you remember that yes, song? Yes, I do. Citizen King? I don't know who drops it. out. I've seen better I think days. I yes. remember seeing it in a commercial. Uh, yeah, that's... Anyways, let's uh, let's talk about Rob, <laughs> guys. Totally, totally yeah, you messed this up for jokes. Sorry, yeah. man. I'm no, sorry. no, it's fine. I'm, just, just I'm so like derailed now. Um, so yeah, Robert DeLong, guy with kind of a indie background guy. percussion. Well, he's a guy. What do you <laughs> it's true. Human, human male. <laughs> with um, no, I don't know. So he, yeah, he like started out in rock bands. He is was a percussionist, and now he kind of moved into the dance world. Uh, which, you know, obviously dance music exploding right now. His is, it, it, pl- it plays comfortably along a, a lot of the bigger names, but I think it kind of sets itself apart in that there's, like, more going on rhythmically with his stuff versus a lot of the, like, A-list, like, festival-type EDM yeah. dudes. Um, this new song, Better Days, I just think is awesome in that, like, he's just occasionally, he's a good vocalist, again, like, not an incredible vocalist, Sometimes you're listening to him and it almost sounds like Weird Al where you're like, you are not, you know, like it's kind of that like weird like tone to it. But it it works because everything in this song kind of has like a weird like slant to it. Um, I know. What, what do you think of it, Jason? Yeah, I totally agree with you in that the the song itself I thought was cooler than his performance on it. I think that he was a little bit lackluster in in the sense of carrying the song and really taking it to that next level. I mean, I'm intrigued by his his new stuff, but yeah, I from a, a immediate listening, I was just like, ah, I feel like this would be better suited with another vocalist. N- not to say that like he's terrible. I just don't think this is the song for him. Slam from J- no no I <laughs> that's a slam at all I uh, no I respectful I I was actually thinking I mean I was thinking about that when I was listening to it because other his contemporaries would probably put like a professional singer on this song and I like kind of respect that he did it himself like because yeah. he's his own artist and yada yada but you're right like I think this would have more crossover potential be cool and, if a fee I'd love to hear a female vocalist right. take on this song I wish he would do yeah more stuff with other people yeah. but. I still enjoyed the song. Did you I like, like it? I like the song. I also don't really know anything about him. So I can't be like, oh, this is different from his last stuff. I did think it was a little too long, but I think it goes it goes along with the fact that it just wasn't that like exciting as it could be because of the production. Like I really like the production. Yeah, production is definitely the star here. Yeah. Um which, you know, which is good. Which is so fine, yeah. He's got it's a new a project song. coming up. Yeah. Second album. Yeah. We'll see what happens. So Robert DeLong, let's uh, listen to a new song is Better Days. But not forever. 
That was Robbed Long, Better Bobby. Days, Bobby D. Bobby D. Bobby D. Long. Who says that? <laughs> All of his friends <laughs> and his mom. Uh, I don't know. So, yeah, that's what we got this week. Uh, summer is coming to a close. If you have any Song of the Summer recommendations for us um, or, you know, stuff we've talked about but that you have a differing opinion on, yeah, please like, tweet it at yeah. us. Let us know. And uh, review the podcast. We love seeing reviews in the iTunes. Oh, yeah. Jason is just like, both of our eyes just explode with delight whenever we see it. Jason lives in the comments. So he wants to know. I want to know what you think. There was was one that was like, uh, from a recent one, that was like, no shade to Jason or Erica, but Joe has the best Billboard podcast. And I was like... I am offended by that, but so I appreciate I, the so fact that this person commented. See, right. he, I wasn't actually offended. <laughs> <by that. laughs> he did lose a lot of sleep, yeah. but um, and yeah, and just someone just wake up is screaming in the middle of the and night. And someone said <laughs> in their com- in the comments that they missed when Erica wasn't on the podcast. Yeah, so I mean, listen, this one goes out to if you. If you mention my name first, I will be back. Uh, <laughs> so next I time, appreciate the love. Yeah. Uh, the must hear Erica podcast yes. must have it. Er- Anyways, I, don't know what I'm talk- <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. This got away from me. Um, hope your summer's going all right. And we'll see you again next time. For in more our sex shiny talk. new more office. Joe's sex jams. Yeah, exactly. Joe's sex jams. Well, just, just boner jams next time. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll see you later. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.